Six World Music. Gary Six World Music. Gary Six World Music. Ahoy! User Cure BDC here, aka Chris Kovarik. That was an homage to, uh, you know, the great intro last week with uh, user Tada. Well, here we are. Um, it's time to conclude the great compilation. Um, Gary's Six World Music compilation, of course. Um, so we have uh, the final set of amazing and homegrown artists here from Six World Music. Um, but before we get into that, though, I wanted to do some quick announcements. Um, be sure to keep an eye and an ear out for week 200 coming up soon on Six World Music. Uh, we're planning on gro- uh, throwing a great party to celebrate 200 weeks of esoteric music and playlists. Uh, I know there's uh, talks of doing a live stream uh, with multiple artists, um, which is going to be a... Uh, quite the task because there's artists from all over the world uh i think it'd be cool to do something like like have a i don't know at the same time but in different time zones like like so it looks like sunny or it looks dark in like every every video it'd be kind of fun uh I, I definitely am planning on doing some like outdoor recordings um maybe a live stream from like a park or something uh and i'm st- trying to get into modular so hopefully i'll have like my my mobile modular set up by then <laughs> but we'll see um anyway <laughs> uh if you're interested in participating in that though you should get into contact with curly b or any of the mods over at six world music subreddit you can find their their information over on the sidebar um we also have a discord of course and an email and uh, basically, to find everything, go to reddit.com slash r slash sixworldmusic. Okay. So just a reminder of the four questions that we asked these artists last time. Number one, what was your inspiration for your, for your submission? Number two, describe your process for making music. Number three, what does Gary mean to you? And number four, any plugs or shoutouts for other projects? Okay, so that was basically it. Um, last time I think we talked to, what, five artists or so? So we've got another five, and that'll round it out. So um, thank you, everybody, for uh, submitting stuff or being interviewed or answering my questions. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I hope it's as much fun for you as it was for me. <laughs> okay. So let's start with number one. This is user Utubs, um, also known as TI3SS, or TL3SS. I'm not quite sure <laughs> the spelling. Okay, so number one, what was your inspiration for your submission? He said, I was suffering from a bout of insomnia, and usually when it starts getting light outside, I give up on trying to get to sleep. So I decided to record the track and do something worthwhile with my time instead. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. What about number two? What was the process for creating this piece? I mainly use my modular synthesizer and some external effects pedals. On most tracks, I spend several days, or sometimes several weeks, iterating on the same patch until it either gets to where I want it, or I ruin it to a state where it can get to sounding good again. (laughs) At which point I tear everything down and start fresh on something else. 
All of my tracks are performed and recorded in one take with minimal post-processing. I really like his method. Uh, that's pretty similar to how I do it. <laughs> Except the trying to get into modular. Anyway, so what does Gary mean to you? What Gary means to me is unimportant. The only thing that matters is what I mean to Gary. Ooh, I really like that answer. Very, very good thinking. Number four, any plugs or shoutouts? Four, I've been working on this TI3SS project for a few years now, and have a few EPs available on Bandcamp, Spotify, Apple Music, etc. I'm slowly working on another project that will hopefully see the light of day at some point. Alright, well, gotta keep on the lookout for this guy. He has definitely some great music. So now let's listen to his song. This is Depleted by TI3SS.
now we got number two <laughs> sorry i was listening to the who charted podcast and they do a funny thing with the numbers anyway so <laughs> we got user rasper smart or as i called him before raper smart <laughs> uh also known as seckless sliper seckless sliper yeah um so here's what he had to say uh greetings this is uh is free from uh the project Circle Sleeper. Um, I just want to apologize in advance. I know my accent is 
my accent is very weird. I, I think it it sounds very weird. Um, so I'm actually uh, speaking English with an Afrikaans accent. It's kind of like a Dutch slash German accent. So I hope you can understand me and follow me. Um, okay, the first question um, is um, the inspiration. What what was my inspiration for the submission? Well, um, it's 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 kind of difficult to explain. I will say that I think the overall inspiration uh, came from the the Reddit group Sixth World Music because um, you know I just I really enjoy the group and um, I think a lot of a lot of my inspiration overall come, comes from being part of the group and. You know, I I find it to be a very fun group, and it's really I, I think it's it's basically the best group on Reddit, and um, I really enjoy it. So um, I would say that is my biggest in, that was my biggest inspiration, and then also, you know, my my own imagination I. I uh, have a huge imagination ever since my childhood, you know, I always had this huge imagination and was always thinking, you know, making up stories in my head, um, medieval kind of stories and fantasy stories and all kinds of stories and also I love to, I love to read about stars and space and everything about outer space, you know, and I really love fantasy movies, uh, sci-fi movies and so on, so um, that also inspired me a lot. Uh, I mean, if, if you look at the, the title of the, of the song that I, um, of, of the track that Circle Slaper did for the compilation, um, a Flight of Gary's Dis Dissociative Space uh, Machine, well, um, obviously it's, it has to do with a uh, old fantasy thing about outer space and so on. So um, uh, it's one of my big dreams is to actually go into outer space and just float around because it will give me a chance to escape this world because um, yeah, this world is not a very friendly place for me. So yeah, um, concerning my process of music creation well I, I I do strange stuff you know I would sit at work in the office and record sounds of birds outside in the garden um, I would record traffic noises I one time I even recorded um, sounds at the construction site um, I live in South Africa, so yeah, in South Africa there's always something that's broken and there's always some construction company that's trying to fix it, so I would, um, there was this one time that I even recorded sounds at the construction site. Um, other than that, I produce a lot of sounds myself and from noises that I make, um, you know, uh, vocal noises to noises that I make with guitar and 
noises that I record at home in the garden etc so I, I, I usually record a lot of stuff and I would sit down and I would listen to which of the uh, stuff that I recorded makes sense and which doesn't make sense and I think what I just said didn't make sense at all because um, I mean how do you know if a sound makes sense um, <laughs> yeah it's I, I don't know how to explain it but anyway I um, I then put the sounds that I recorded I I copy it onto my onto my laptop and I use uh, software to manipulate the sounds um, it's a very complex process very long process um, it's a few times it's uh, I would say it's almost driven me to insanity sometimes because I would work on sounds and I would manipulate them with um, you know I would s uh, speed I, I, I would speed it up or I would um, um, make the speed slower of the sound and I would use reverb settings um, all kinds of the different kinds of distortion and so on and um, sometimes a track works out sometimes it doesn't work out at all um, sometimes there's there's one little thing of a track that's that's not right and I would spend three to four hours sometimes maybe even a whole day or two days just to try to get something right and um, that especially that is, is something that I think is sometimes really driven me to insanity because um, it's just uh, you know I um, but uh, that's that's part of the that's part of the that's part of the process it's it's uh, part of the fun and games I guess you know um, can't always everything can't always be easy and I I think especially music and every every kind of art that you get there's always there will always be a long painful process that you have to go through so yeah that's that's just part of the game what does Gary mean to me well um, I would say first of all that Gary I think Gary is um, I associate Gary with irony um, I think irony is uh, something that helps us to cope in this this messed up world that we live in I mean um, this world that we live in is, is really messed up it's everything is upside down and um, ethics and morals are basically down the drain in a lot of parts of the world and I think Gary is a kind of a coping mechanism um, Gary is irony, Gary is a metaphor you know Gary is the imaginary friend that you have when you when you go on uh, when you go in a daydream in, and I daydream a lot and um, I think Gary is that friend that you can take with you on a daydream and you can just let your imagination flow and it's like um, Gary is listening and you can just he inspires you you know um, shout outs to other projects um, well I guess you you um, you want me to tell you want me to tell you uh, which projects inspires me um, I would say that I get a lot of inspiration from the Italian 
dark ambient slash black ambient project called New Resin Throne. Um, it's the project of a guy called uh, Gabriel Panshi. And um, I've, I've had a few chats with him um, over email and uh, I think he is a, a very talented musician. He inspires me a lot and uh, I would also say another project that inspires me a lot is, is uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the name right, Camerite uh, or Camerite. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but um, he is also a big inspiration to me. And um, then also, just overall, you know, it goes back to what I've I've said in the beginning. Um, uh, people who inspire me are, you know, people who are who are kind. Um, people on the Six World Music um, Reddit group, and also. Overall, people who comment on my stuff on YouTube, and you know, people who who uh, like to engage and chat and so on, a lot of them have inspired me because um, sometimes I I feel like I there's no there's no point for me to carry on and there's no point in making music, but then I would uh, get a comment from someone um, and something in the comment would just inspire me and I would just you know go apeshit and write a lot of stuff and compose and record and yeah so um, I would say that uh, this yeah, inspiration goes very far and very wide alright thank you Rasper Smart uh... And I wanted to mention, uh, I think your accent sounds super cool. It's interesting. Uh, I feel like I have a boring accent and kind of off-putting. <laughs> like a slow California accent, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so let's check out his track that he was talking about there. Uh, so first let's check out um, Sekla Sliper's song, Flight of Gary's Dissociative Space Machine. That was the one he he mentioned uh, about his process. And then after that, let's check out Pest Cult Locust, his other moniker, with Gary fighting the Plutonic Storm Corps. All right. Thanks again, Rasper Smart. Excellent stuff. Here we go.
All right. With number three, we have user Uyup or Uyip, um, also known as MTSS Airmass. So, for number one, what was your inspiration for the track? He said. For the shorter interlude track, the inspiration was just samples I thought that I wanted to use and try to make something out of. If you notice, the beginning contains a couple Windows startup sounds, but slowed down and reverbed. The end of that track contains a very brief sample of King Crimson's Walking on Air. That's also where the guitar sound comes from. For the longer track, the biggest inspiration was probably IDM Theftable. I wanted to make an actually good glitch track for a long time, but nothing I could make ever amounted to anything. Except this track. If any of you haven't listened to IDM yet, check his stuff out at idmtheftable.bandcap.com. Alright, so, number two, describe your process. I graded both tracks on Ableton. The first one was kinda laying around on my computer, and I thought it it would work uh, well as an interlude. The last one was me trying to make a good glitch track. There's a video on my YouTube channel that contains a lower quality version of the track that develops the I Will Survive part a lot more. I didn't include the portion in this version because of copyright reasons. <laughs> I didn't want the compil- compilation to suffer. Number three, uh, what does Gary mean to you? I've only been a member of the church for about a year and a half now. My first offering was of a stunt rock track. They gave me seven blessings. Those seven blessings might have been the greatest blessings of my life. Throughout this year, I've offered many tracks and observed many great tracks. Without Gary's influence, I wouldn't be nearly as far as I am as a music producer. Ah, yes. Indeed. Indeed. Number four, any plugs or shoutouts? I want to shout out my Bandcamp page, icdr1.bandcamp.com. I'll put a link of it. If you like my breakbeats, noise, and ambience, check out my new album, Electromagnetic Theoretical Perpetual Motion Machine Factory. And I want to shout out my music producer, TNTM, which you can find on Bandcamp. He makes some pretty nice Aphex Twin Autocur sounding tracks. All right, let's check out um, MTS Airmass's song, Do You Like My Transition, Gary?
four. We got user I am Omega, also known as Omega. All right, here's his interview.
last but certainly not least, uh, here's Curly B, aka Deathset. Um, a little something special about this interview is that Consumer Reducer, aka Expensive Hospital, is on it as well. Um, he was messing around with his Lyra 8 and his uh, Yamaha SK1 and kind of chiming in every once in a while, so it's kind of fun. He's making uh, most of the noise, and then actually <laughs> Curly B and I are also kind of jumping in with, with some noise stuff as well. I, I had a radio and a delay pedal, and let's see, Curly B had, <laughs> oh yeah, he, he brought out his uh, Korg Little Bits kit and was making some interesting beats with that, some noise. All right, so take it away, Curly B. <laughs> you falling down the Excuse well. Excuse me? <laughs> Last day! <laughs> Motherfucker, it's going to be here. Huh? Testicles. There it is, yeah. <laughs> what was the inspiration for your track? So the link I gave you a minute ago for the radio frequencies across the world, um, there's this thing called Fire Drake, which is a Chinese... Well, it's been named... I think it's been named by the West as Fire Drake, but it's a Chinese... Um, uh, radio jammer. Yes, so there we, go. there we go. I've got it in the end. It, it's late. It's late at night. My brain isn't hundred percent. Yeah, you always um, are, you are up at like two o'clock. I don't even know. You're up like super late every day. Fire Drake is a radio jammer done by China. So anytime any Western music or radio stations especially political stations or surrounding country stations come into or people pick it up and they notice that people listen to it they'll then jam it with this uh radio show or fake radio show which is a mixture of sort of uh, traditional patriotic music um traditional theater music and military music so what it will do is then put that on a constant loop until they are sure that that frequency isn't being able to be picked up again or they've jammed it enough that it's going to disappear for a while. So what I accidentally did whilst I was just skimming the um, airwaves, I actually found it playing. So I recorded it and I've got about an hour of it and I actually got through a single loop somehow as well. Um, obviously, it wasn't a, wasn't a great recording because obviously the frequency was slightly off tune which is also quite cool because it would sometimes um drift out or mm. it would Distort because obviously it's something. a jammer it's not right, and it just right. um so once i recorded that i listened through it a couple of hundred million times <laughs> to see what different things were, as you do <laughs> and then what i did was i then all the while moving on from there was the second question which is how did i um, make the music. Yeah, what I then did your was process I chose... for, for making the music. Yeah, well, describe your process. There we go. Let me derail oh. you real quick. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's fine because that is a part of the whole thing. Indeed. My 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 process is really simple because I'm really simple. <laughs> we're all simple. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're, we're all simple. So basically, what I did then did was I um, cut different sections of each track up. Um, 
well, each part I found that was interesting. And then I would modify the sample. So a lot of them I either slowed it down or added some sort of filter to change its original sound to something that was more appealing and also didn't quite sound like the original. So it didn't sound like I just ripped it off of some random Chinese CD I found. <laughs> um, and and then I plopped that into Ableton, um, layered it several million times in different combinations, um, added a couple of delays, reverbs, few other things. Um, and that was pretty much it. I know it's not the most exciting way of editing like everybody else has, but it works. I mean, I don't use Ableton like everybody else uses it because everybody else uses it to make electronic music of traditional styles <laughs> where I kind of treat it more like a tape loop device. Nice. Nice, nice. I think that um, Expensive Hospital actually has a similar method, actually. So that's interesting. But his is far superior to mine, trust me. <laughs> well, everybody has, like, a different method. Like, honestly, the only time that I use Ableton is to edit this podcast. <laughs> like, I, like, never use it other than that. It's, it's so powerful. It's such a good tool. But, but, yeah, it does kind of encourage you to, like, do things a certain way. Yeah, and, and and because I'm very not very um, I'm not very good at actually making beat oriented music. Even though mm. everybody else uses it to do that sort of thing, I for some strange reason, whenever I try and do it sample based, I just can't make a head around it most of the time. Mm. And if I end up making something that sounds like it's got a rhythm, it's by pure fluke. It's always an accident. I can kind of do it with um, physical objects, mm-hmm. as in like. Um, drum machines etc or even with synthesizers i can actually make it sound like a rhythmic device but if i do it in software i just can't do it i can't get my head into it i can never work it out and when i do do something that does it's just a miracle it's like how did i do that i don't know oh great cool keeping that <laughs> yeah yeah totally i mean it sounds so much more organic that way anyway to i mean drum machines the the stereotype is that it's just stale sterile and everything so i mean some organic kind of like shifty rhythm is is much more, much more interesting anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, there was something else I was going to say related to that. So originally I had which I start bloody hell, dude, sort your shit out. Expensive. What is going on? It's like I would say it sounds like he's put his put the mic into his colon. <laughs> oh oh yeah, that that's tasty though. Loving the colons. <laughs> That's tasty colon. Okay, so what were you going to say? I actually have no idea. All right, no. Uh, sadly, because I'm on, because I'm on my laptop and I did it all on my main computer at home, I don't have the sample with me because that's what I wanted to show you. So originally, I had this really cool sample that sounded like this. Uh, so I can't remember what it originally was, but it, I made it sound like um, some sort of hellscaped horn so it's like from hell so you know so in, so you got those trumpets so like the trumpets of jericho that mm-hmm. sort of idea but it sounded like this like <laughs> all the way through it <laughs> but because it kind of made this beat as well doggy style was like i don't like that i was like maybe i'll have a fiddle he said it just doesn't sound right so i was like i'll take him out i kind of regret it sort of it's like mm, maybe i should get them in maybe i shouldn't i don't know now you gotta make the remix and add them back in i think yeah, or, or I'm, what I'm thinking of doing is just making a completely different track using them because it's such a great... For sure, yeah. 
um, carry the whole track i'm sure yeah yeah just a, um so yeah if you find something that works yeah i mean that's the whole new focal point yeah very cool yeah it's that great. <laughs> so it, it was a shame i couldn't use it i want and i was originally trying to make a second track for the compilation we're using that thing but every time i tried to make something it just didn't sound right mm-hmm. so it's just sitting in hell on my um ableton drive my scrap driver scratch drive at home so i might make something with it i don't know yet i definitely want to hear it you should do it <laughs> so any plugs or shout outs for other projects or interesting interesting things in the works from yourself or anybody really so okay so number one we have the four-way split between consumer electro new Am I getting your name right? I've just suddenly forgot your name of your band. Consumer producer. Yourself as whatever it's called. What is it again? Briog. Briog. It's Briog. Briog. So we have consumer producer, Briog, and Instruments of Torture, who is also called Pierre, who is a guy from, I think, Sweden. Don't 100% quote me on that. I know he's from a Scandinavian country. I know that's very helpful. Yeah. Um, so he does a com- a mixture of predominantly parallelentronics and harsh will noise, but occasionally does um, some EBM electro clashy, weirdy, noisy things. But his predominant stuff is is um, harsh noise and parallelentronic stuff. Excellent. Um, yeah, man he, of my uh, cool. a man of my own uh, uh, ilk. I don't know. I'm a big fan yeah, of that. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bollock! I heard that, kid. Get out the bloody way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the until further noticed project's name by myself because we're still going through choices, choices and choices. Yes, yes, yes. We may have made a breakthrough um, tonight, though. Yeah, it's called We Haven't Got a Clue. <laughs> the Death Eaters. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, to be honest, I think we should we should make a super group called the Death Eaters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we would actually do that from three locations in the world, but... <laughs> I mean, Postal Service did it. Um, and as I've reiterate from the previous one, as always, if anybody's got any interest of releasing any music, if this one ends up being sounding better than the previous one, that's cool as well. So if anybody's interested in releasing any music or has any ideas or any project ideas of any type, please either contact me directly via Reddit, that's Curdy B, or contact me via email at sixworldmusic at gmail.com or send me a pigeon with a letter attached Whatever happens first, first. <laughs> to Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Actually, we know anywhere I live, but I don't give a shit. All right, now here is Death Set with Fire Drake.
All right, so that was the compilation. So those those were all the interviews I got. Um, all very interesting. It all adds like context to the music and gives us a good excuse to listen to all of it at once, you know? All right. So again, if you want to listen to everything though on its own, I encourage you to go to the Bandcamp. So go to sixthworldmusic.bandcamp.com. Now in closing, uh, I want to give a shout out to the great radio show Sixth Dimension Music, which oddly had no relation to us over here at Sixth World Music. (laughs) But nonetheless, um, it had amazingly strange music. It was on at 9.30 to 10.30 on on Fridays at KDVS, the college radio station here at Davis, California. Uh, anyway, so DJ Opal um, was the the host, and she had her last show on Friday, September 20th. Um, so you'll be missed. Uh, I definitely really enjoyed that radio station, and I'm sure many other people did as well. Um Now, the other thing, not to be too much of a bummer, but I'm going to have to go on a little hiatus for a while. I have uh, some other projects that I'm I'm working on. Uh, One of them, of course, is uh, employment. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's how it goes. And uh, also, my computer is having issues. Uh, Honestly, this podcast would have came out a lot earlier if uh, my computer wasn't randomly shutting down for no reason, uh, and giving me, uh, black screens and blue screens. Anyway, uh, so I'll still be around, and, uh, especially, like, big events, you'll still see me around, but, uh, I need to take at least a month off just, just for, uh, you know, life getting busier. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm not going away, but I'm just, uh, Fading off into the distance for about a month. <laughs> All right. Keep it weird in the meantime. Now, um, I'm going to play out the last part of the podcast with um, the rest of the people from the compilation. So so I mentioned like some of them I couldn't get a hold of due to scheduling problems or um, just for all kinds of reasons. <laughs> but I do want to have a chance to highlight their music. So I'm going to play user I'm not not, a.k.a. Moonhauser with uh, the song Dub Obscuro first, followed by Suffering Profusions, song Gazing at Rusty Yellow. That one's real great, real harsh. <laughs> um, and User Sutured Music, a.k.a. Epilectrician, with Brunt. All right, guys, enjoy, and I will see you in the weird, weird world.
All right. Actually, we have a last minute um, inclusion for one of the members here. So Sutured Music uh, reached out to me and he said, I'm really sorry for not replying, but I've been otherwise occupied, not logged into Reddit for a while, and I'm not on Discord at all. So reason for that is that my main project, Atropine, is doing uh, due to release another Dark Electro EBM album. I'm preparing a low-key tape label with accompanying debut release, and I'm in the middle of recording a 23-album box set of drones. Excuses, excuses, I know. So this thing is probably not relevant anymore anyway, but I thank you for including my humble track on the compilation all the same. All right, Sutured Music, very cool. So I'll give you a shout-out there. Um, And I look forward to that box set. That is amazing. Big things happening for everybody. All right. So now let's listen to his track. This is Sutured Music. (laughs) 